0: I can say as an entrepreneur, I think it is a lonely path because we don't, we don't Hmm. like we have a great team here and we will rally for that team, but I think that's our role as leaders.
1: Is the thought of being imperfect, keeping you from taking action? Welcome to Inspired Action for Imperfect Humans. Each week we give you real life stories and thought provoking research that inspires your soul to live a more fulfilled life through your own actions. From the heart of Calgary, Canada, here are your hosts, award-winning coaches, Christopher Lawrence and Kyle Kalou. Hello, 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 hello. Do I start oh, these well. the
2: same way every time? Yeah, you do. And i was just getting my lips on.
0: You're getting your lips, you were moistening your lips in preparation hey, for this podcast. Hey. Yeah.
2: Hello. What are we, what are we... What are how are you feeling today? Oh, my God. Don't ask me that question. Please don't ask me that question. Tell me. There's too much going on right now. There's too much. I'm getting ready to do some traveling again. Um, so I'm a little bit nervous about that whole uh, airport situation. I have some family drama. I have some, uh, some technology stuff in our office that I'm sorting out. So there's just way too much. And I just got my second vaccine. So like it there's, there's a lot Congratulations. I'm not going, I appreciate that. I'm not going on. So how do people deal with all of this? Like, how do people deal with all of life stuff, right? Like, I don't know. I don't know how I deal with it sometimes. So, so yeah. So don't ask me that question. Another news, what's happening?
0: Well, you know, I think your question might inherently be what we're going to talk about today, because I think the way that we deal with it in all honesty, it's Mm -hmm. certainly, there's that self-check, but there's also this thing called community. And so I was kind of thinking maybe we could talk about community. Okay. And maybe
2: we could. Community, like, as in your friends Mm -hmm. or connections? Yeah,
0: yeah, totally. I think, I think that's part of it. So, Mm -hmm. so I like, I don't know about you. Like, certainly I think people have felt, you know, like, I think people have felt lonely in the last year. I think, mm-hmm. although some people are like, you know, I have a number of clients who it's like, they're more scared that things are opening up, not because of COVID, that part they're very confident about. It seems it's more kind of the agoraphobic, like I'm going to have to now be around people. Uh, yeah, I suppose is yeah. one of those people, like he is perfectly yeah. happy kind of being on his own. You yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. I'm going to share a little bit of a personal story. Can I do that?
2: Yeah, let's do it. I, I, I'm curious, like, did you feel lonely this last year, Kyle? Did you? Uh, I, yeah, I think the quick answer is yes, I had moments of it. And I think we, we talked on one podcast around, you know, protecting time and I wanted my alone time. Uh, however, there were moments where I'm just like, I think I had much alone time like i just felt replenished on certain things but i i I feed off different energy from different people and just having that conversation even just simply going out and having a chat or a walk so there were moments where i was like i felt like i could i have energy to go do that but then i couldn't and that's when i felt lonely in that moment where i realized i actually couldn't go and mm. connect with anything. That's the moment for me, um, you know, and I and, and sometimes when I'm watching, oh, God, I can't believe I'm going to admit this, sometimes when I'm watching some sappy shows that I really shouldn't be watching, you know, and they're talking about relationships and friendships, it's not even only about love relationships, but just friendships where you're just like, damn, I don't have that, you know? And so I just have those, those moments. I think I've texted you a couple of times where I'm like, I need to stop watching these type of shows. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? So I think, yeah, the quick answer is yes, I, have, I, I usually have moments that pass, really quickly however i found in the last year and a bit it's longer it seems because then you know i love to travel every weekend or every other week i would go to a city get my mind rejuvenate myself and experience people while i'm there right just watching people connecting with people what have you but i couldn't do that either so how about you
0: Yeah, it's interesting because it's like I'm surrounded by people all day, right? Like Mm -hmm. I I get a lot of one-on-one time with clients. Sometimes I get group time a couple times a week. And I do think that my clients are a community for me, you know, in a way. I think when we look at community, there's kind of like, you know, there's different circles. This has been done in you know, repeated over and over again. You kind of have yourself, and then you have your inner circle. This would be like your tightest group. And this, especially as you age, you start to see how this narrows a bit. Like it, you know, right. you hear your parents talk about it, and you're in your 20s or your teens, and you hear them talk about how that narrows and narrows, and you don't believe it's going to happen because you think every single one of these 20 friends that you hang out with is like your best friend, <laughs> and you know. But then it right. does narrow, right. right? It does narrow. And I thought me being so extroverted that that would you know, that it's like, there's no way like, but here I find myself. So, so, you know, you have that inner circle, then you have kind of that second level community. So to me, Mm -hmm. that second level community, and we've, we mentioned this in another podcast, but, Mm -hmm. but that second circle community is like, just, they're just kind of a half a step out. So this might be like, you know, it could be a church group, it could be a community association, but it's, it's a place where you have that, that kind of group, that group, that group support, it could be a mastermind, it right. could be, you know, wh- whatever it is, right. And, and, and these will kind of come and go depending on what your participation looks like, and, and that kind of thing. And so that second circle community um, can be, you know, a really important community and having like diverse human experiences, connecting with others, not feeling alone, support groups are a lot, of this kind of right. stuff. Um, I think people get it when they are you know in college together you would have that second circle community yeah. you might even have mm-hmm. it in a workplace right mm-hmm. a second circle community
2: and I even think that's where probably uh, just listening to the news and just reading different articles where I think some of the um, our kids were experiencing that, right? from the high school or university or those because they they don't get a chance to build that because they have a certain group of people they hang out with, right? I know even though in those moments they think they're gonna be everything in. Uh, 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 everything and anything in those moments. But I could see, you know, being a part of the hockey team, being a part of, you know, playing basketball, being a part, right? Because you're going away, games, you're doing games together, you're hanging out with each other. Sometimes you'll go to each other's places and stuff like that. And when do we grow out of that? Like, when does that, I find it just narrowed as we get older, that 20 becomes 10, then becomes 15, then becomes five, and then it becomes two. I, You know, it's interesting because I think you nailed it. Like, I
0: think it comes organically and, you know, through like, you know, sports groups or writers groups or whatever. I do think that, you know, strangely, I do think that people who play sports, there is there does tend to be more of a sisterhood or brotherhood than you might get from, right. say, like a writing group or. True. or something like this. But mm-hmm. but it's interesting, because as we talk about this, I was thinking about loneliness. And it's interesting, like I have, my inner circle is very tight, right? So right. I've got kind of four people that fall into that, that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, that it's just like, you know, they're, they're always there, I can tell them anything, there's no judgment. And I do, I tell them anything and everything.
2: And there's That's no true. judgment.
0: And, mm-hmm. and, and, um, but I was thinking about that second circle community. And one of the things that, you know, COVID exposed for me, although we were so busy trying to pivot in the business that it didn't actually show up until probably the, you know, like January, February, March, I started to think about this and I'm like, I don't have a second circle community.
2: Yeah, Like I
0: don't have that kind of community support where it's like, you know, if somebody was in trouble, there would be a contribution, a rallying, you know that kind of thing and and of course those things come like like you know you can't force it to happen there has to be a bit of an organic you know there has to be a bit of an organic kind of you know approach to it I think but I was thinking about that I was thinking about the second circle community and you know what what that means and you know what it means for me, and so I think it's interesting because I think when you expose these gaps, then then yeah. the focus is on the gap, the focus is on what's missing, and so it's been an interesting journey because I was, I was kind of looking at this, you know, f- for my own self, and then kind of looking at the greater world, and so so there's a, there is research on this, like you know you know like in the you know 1930s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and even the 70s, you know, over two thirds of North American population was part of some club or association or interesting or you know, whatever. And you think about it actually, it's like I I was going through my grandma's yearbooks. This is the strangest thing. So my yeah. mom moved to the town or to yeah, my mom moved to uh, the small city that my grandmother went to high school And So her mother went to high school in. Right. Yeah. And she was she was at an antique sale and they were selling off old, just stapled archives of okay. yearbooks.
2: Oh, okay.
0: And so mom actually found two from the year that my grandmother was in the Lloydminster High School.
2: Right, right.
0: So I was flipping through those and looking at everything. And it was amazing to me. Like like, like my grandma was in, I don't know, four or five different clubs. Like she went to... I think nationals for basketball, she was part of the glee club. She was Mm. in the choir, like their glee club, I think had, I was curious. I counted, I think it had 42 students in it.
2: Think about that for a second, Kyle. Wow. Bigger than a football team. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: You know, so interesting. So, so every like, like, so we used to be in more clubs and associations and stuff like this. And now, and I think a lot of this has to do with the internet. Um, maybe not yeah, I don't know it, Like, i, I, it's, I don't so know. it's so easy to blame
2: yeah I'm actually curious about are, are people in do people have communities are people in groups right now because I know with the Ranchman's Club the Glencoe mm. Club like they they boast being there since 1812 right I like know but you know my problem is with that.
0: I'm, I'm just going to go here for a second Ranchman's mm-hmm. and Glencoe and uh, Glenora in Edmonton it, yeah. it, is, it is elitist like it is not accessible to to most people, true, right? Mm. It, it is financially not accessible to most people. You don't have colored people, too. yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have colored yeah. people mm-hmm. uh, in it, right? There are not, um, y- you know, it's it, it's 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 led by nuclear families, so moms and dads who are married with mm. kids, and they're all involved in sports right like it's a and i'm not bashing this i'm just saying that you mentioned that example and i'm like that's great for them Mm -hmm. right but what where is the rest of it i look at uh, when i have clients who are poc right so persons of Mm -hmm. color Mm -hmm. um uh i find that they actually have a stronger sense of community than than white north americans do Mm-hmm. They're way more because the extended family. family.
2: Yeah, the yep. extended family and mm-hmm. the the connections of those family. That's right? it. And I so think I, that's well, what I missed. You know, here last
0: yeah. night you were you were right. there was an there was a concern in your in your extended mm-hmm. family,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but in your case there is a second circle family, right? There is a rallying mm-hmm. of support. Although mm-hmm. in North, the family that you have in North America, mm-hmm. there's less of that than there is in Jamaica. There's more second circle family support in Jamaica than there is here.
2: And we also have it built culturally as well, based on your status in that family, you have responsibilities to that group, right? And like it or not, it just keeps you sometimes connected. Uh, But you raise a really good point, you know, around, well, what else is there in in north america i mean like is there groups or people in groups there's, people I, think there's in? Ton, I
0: think there's tons of stuff but the funny thing is is that i i think certainly in calgary i think calgary is very it's <clears throat> very insulated um mm. uh, our former bookkeeper said it best he said calgary is a is a city of small villages and and he's right but i think that the yeah, villages are correct. often hidden like i don't think yeah. that they're easy to find you know i've been looking I've been looking on Google meetup. I've been searching for specific things and it's, it's actually amazing how difficult it is to find active uh, yeah. social groups. And, and some of them that do exist, the, the level of contribution and commitment is so high mm-hmm. um, that I think sometimes it gets, <clears throat> you know, it gets in the way of, of uh, a commitment. So, so I've been thinking about this and wondering if there's other people who are curious about where they fit in that second circle.
2: You know, I'm, I'm curious, actually curious about where I
0: fit in a second circle. I was just
2: going to say, I'm curious. What would be your ideal community? So like if you is, yeah, could think about so it, crazy. just put you on the spot yeah, maybe, for a second. I'll, and I'll just put say, a call well, up be...
0: there. Maybe somebody will reach out. Yeah. So it's it's really mm-hmm. interesting. So so. I, um, I can say as an entrepreneur, I think it is a lonely path because we don't, we don't Hmm. like, we have a great team here and we will rally for that team. But I think that's our role as leaders. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. think, and I think they would rally for us, but it doesn't, it doesn't feel like appropriate, you know, in a way, like, it's like, well, you know, our job is to lead this and they, you know, people need to know that there are leaders. Right. So I look at that. So I think about that, but I, I'll tell you, it's because I've done a lot of thinking about this. I do go to a church um, at least at the time that we recorded this podcast. Um, I've pulled back a bit. It's interesting. Like it's, their history is Christian. They're a great place. It's called friends church. They're in Calgary. They're online. Uh, They, they are, um I I do think everybody should check it out, especially if you've struggled with your own spiritual or church journey, because Mm -hmm. it's not overly religious. It's not Bible thumping. It's not, it's not like God, this God, that it's not about sin. It's not about Mm -hmm. any of that stuff. It's, it is just, you know, it's think of it kind of like a a research-based Ted talk, right? So it's with with a bit of a flair of kind of like, what is your spiritual experience? I asked one of the pastors, what happens when you die? He says, I don't know. That's yeah. what he said. So so that's like, you know, he's like, so you better make the best of the moment the moments you have now. And I just thought this is this we is the place know. for me. Yeah. Um totally. <laughs> you know, so so it's interesting. And but, feel like
2: he has to make something up too, right? Because yeah, that's yeah. sometimes what happens is like that's I have to it. give you this certainty. So All they right.
0: don't they don't they don't have a strong kind of you know, so that would be third circle, right? Like going to a church is third circle, but any groups that they have in there that you might be a part of would be second circle. Right. right? right, right. So just like being, you know, part of a, you know, we all cheer for the Calgary flames well, that, Mm -hmm. that might be more like fourth circle stuff, but, but it, but in any case the, you know, the big, the big thing here, I think is for me when I look at it, I, I've done a lot of because you know they they've got men's groups in this church, which is really interesting to me. They used to have women's groups, but the the two people that were running them uh, just you know the onslaught of stuff happened during COVID. So, right, right, right. but I look at it, and I'm like, I don't fit in a men's group. Hmm. Like it doesn't. Why? Just, Why did you say that? Because I don't get it. Like I don't get I don't get the alpha male thing. I don't. Okay. I don't get um, um, heterosexual marriage issues. I don't get um, sports analogies at all. Um, I, don't, I don't struggle with like stoicism. Mm-hmm. Like that's he, not, those are not my concerns. And I think any men's group that's all about
2: those things are surface levels. Cause I remember- No,
0: I think they go deeper, but I think it's the going deeper that I don't relate to.
2: when i hear like kind of rumblings of where they go with
0: it okay i i want to answer your question before you okay i I want a woman's group i think i fit better i want a heart-centered woman's group to be a part of well i like honestly i grew up with women right so it's like like my mom and i were tight 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 all of my friends from elementary school through to the end of high school were girls. I did have some male friends, but, but not many, like they were not close friends. Right. All my, my besties were always women. I went to college. There was 109 women and me in the program. And, and then it wasn't until my late twenties. I think that I, um, that I, really had some deep male friendships okay so what is a woman's group my deepest male friendships are all gay men and so 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 i think a women's group offers something that i understand more which is connection to head and heart it's easier Uh to open up be vulnerable i think that they tend to be more verbal so the women i'm stereotyping here but they tend Mm to talk more and that's how i process is by talking i don't process right. by like style silence stoic thinking right which doesn't mean i don't meditate in silence or whatever i of do course. those things every day right but but um i think i would get more out of a woman's group than i would get out of a men's group
2: the now, issue is that why... women
0: need women need a safe place to be women without the presence of men
2: why can't men do exactly that be head and heart vulnerability
0: i think that they can i just think that as a gay man fitting into a a men's group that is predominantly white male heterosexuals Mm -hmm. i don't get it i know what i could bring to them but i'm not sure what i can get out of it do you see what i'm saying like i know i know what i could bring to them i have i have white heterosexual males that sit in this chair with me every week Mm -hmm. And Kyle, they're the first ones that cry in my office. And I think the reason is, Kyle, they don't have that other place. Like, like I'm, I'm not a female, so there's no machismo. I'm a non-competitive gay male. Non-competitive, you know, in, in <laughs> the traditional male sense, but I'll tell you if we're playing Monopoly,
2: um, <laughs>
0: but you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm non-competitive in, in that sense. And so I think when they come in here, it usually takes them a session or two right. to kind of really get Assessing, like, it's like, yeah. okay, okay, this is what we're going to do. And usually yeah. they're, they're the first ones to cry because, so, because there's, I, no, there's nothing that they have to hold. Yes. Like they don't have to hold that space in this office.
2: I know I read an article many moons ago where it talks about, you know, how we're raising um, young men. Right. And it was speaking specifically about heterosexual men because we don't teach them these things of vulnerability of you know showing with their emotions, right? It's like they fall off a bike. It's like, come on, get back up, don't cry, don't be a sissy, don't be a girl, wipe yourself off, get back. Right. And a girl falls with like, Oh, honey, you okay, princess? Yeah, big is that how big it? boys don't right. cry, all of that bullshit. Yeah. So so there's all this stuff, but I think or we're we told, to have... I don't
0: know if you had this, I had this. My dad was really, really big on this. I'll give you something to cry
2: about. Like, well, that's every Caribbean and bitch, West I'm Indian, crying already. You
0: know? Like, I don't need
2: another reason. I'm crying already. That is that is another situation, that we should talk about yeah. heritage and background and because that is oh, another girl. story. Um, but I think what's happening is we, we're doing that, and the reason why I say that, because I remember saying that to a client, I said, because he has a lot of guy friends, and I said, What are their fears? What do they what are they vulnerable about? What do they struggle at night with? What are they and he's like I know these guys for over 20 years, and I could not answer one question you just asked me. I said, "Then what are you guys talking about?" And he listed the things that you said already, um, or jobs, or sports, uh, exactly. Who's doing that? Accomplishments. Yeah, uh, which is great because men need that safe place yeah, to work on that sure, stuff. But, it's just but not, it's not the for other me. stuff. So I said to him, I want you to start asking those questions. I want you to ask them, what are you most fearful about? You know, what is in your, your pieces of vulnerability? What is it about that? Tell me something that most people don't know about you. And you know what's interesting? When he came back, he said, wow, what an experience. One, they were just very like, what's happening to you? What's going on? What is this about? And he says, after a bit, a few moments, they really started to open up. And here's the thing that they, they, he said, most of them said, I never told anyone that before.
0: Exactly, exactly. And this is what, cause I do this with men in my office. Mm. I do, and I get that same phrase. And so this is why I know what I could bring to a men's group,
1: right?
0: right? Because it's like, you know, if it's led like a woman could do just as good of a mm-hmm. job facilitating mm-hmm. a men's group as I could sure. and maybe even better. But I think right. that the difference is, is that they're, they're I, I bring that balance of feminine energy into the room, but not, not being a man. I just don't understand the men's issues and not, not in the way, like in a group setting, meaning I feel like I don't relate. Now, to be fair, I've never been in a men's group, but I think for me to go, given my history as being part of the gay community, not being invited into um, uh, um, kind of that inner male circle without being, you know, literally, body checked into lockers. You know, what, when I was part of other stuff, um, you know, in my history, I was asked to leave because of my sexuality, I would actually have to be invited in because I would never yeah. just show up. There are gay men's groups, but they're, they're often, um, they end up being support groups, which isn't necessarily what I'm looking for. But right. it's interesting because you look at the dynamic and I'm stereotyping here, but a lot of the, the gay men's groups, they're, they're filled with singles looking for a sexual connection or a relationship connection even though the group might say this isn't why you're here but but there is kind of the undertones of of uh sexual tension that is a part of them so so it is interesting it'll be an interesting journey for me to go on you know i think the place to start you know as we're talking to our our listeners here the place to start here is is to start to look at what your interests are i think that's a good starting place the other thing i would ask our folks to do is ask yourself, what do you need? Because I think when we start asking ourselves, what do we need? You start to get a little bit clearer about the messaging.
2: Yeah, and, and I would say the imperfect inspired action for us to be thinking about is exactly that. What is it that you need? You know, uh, what have you done, and what you want to do more of is another thing, right? And I would say if you're part of a man's group and you'd like to invite us in, <laughs> re- reach out to us. If you're also part of a woman's group and you don't mind, and you want a gay a guy in there? <laughs> yeah, invite us. Uh, we're actually curious, I because uh, you know I one the thought I had. And I think I know how you're going to feel about this. And maybe we should just end on this note. The thought I had is that I know you would do such a great job, you know, with a man's group based on what you just said. However, you're going to be the one running it. You're going to be the one creating it. Yeah. Yeah. For me, Second Circle Community needs to be
0: something I can contribute to. You join. Yeah. You know, it's something I can contribute to, but I don't necessarily want to create it. Right. Yeah. Anyway, super curious to see folks. There's your inspired action. We'd love to hear from you about the communities you have. Also, folks, we'd love some feedback. Which of our podcasts are resonating with you? Which ones aren't?
1: Let us know. It's our goal to build a global community of inspired action takers. And we can only do that with your help. So if you love inspired action, please leave a review on your favorite podcasting app and share us on your socials. You've heard from us. Now we want to hear from you. Go to inspiredactionpodcast.ca and tell us, what is the inspired action you took this week? Next week on Inspired Action for Imperfect Humans.
0: I ask one question and and then it's like all of a sudden it's just like the entire bag of shit falls out of his mouth and it's like, oh, there it is. That's not true.